Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Hey. Hey Heather. How are you? Hi Frank. Today's Tuesday, March 9th. And uh, I was doing a little bit of Googling and I Googled my alma mater, Colby College. Now I know some of my old classmates from Colby College sometimes listen to this podcast. Um, But one of the things that came up was a paper and it was called like, I don't know, um, something about like privilege and um, perversion at Colby College or something like that. But uh, I discovered this woman wrote this paper all about like it's about sexual assault at at Colby College in the 80s, I think. And in her in her like footnotes, she talks about an event that happened in the spring of my freshman year that I never knew about. And I mean, it's just really like one of the lamest things I've ever heard in my life. Um, so we didn't have fraternities or sororities. They had been kicked out of the school years before I ever got there. And a lot of it was because of sexual assault. And um, these people had really bad grades. Uh, but so um, in the footnotes, it says, earlier that year, the college had faced increasing problems of fights, hazing, and vandalism in the dorms, reportedly caused by Lambda Chi pledging activities. In March of 1990, the state police were called to investigate a disturbance in a Grange Hall. A Grange Hall is something that you have in rural places like Maine. They discovered a group of 50 or more male Colby students who said they were participating in a Lambda Chi initiation ritual. A document signed by a list of pledges describes this ceremony establishing brotherhood through a process of spanking, sliding naked on beer-soaked plastic, and severing the heads of cows and chickens. Sounds like our honeymoon. An excerpt from the pledge document says... First, each of us began as an individual. This was represented on the shield by the phrase vir quisque vir, meaning each man a man. The first step of our journey was from being individuals to becoming pledges. We became neophytes, a newly planted seed in the enriched soil of Lambda Chi Alpha. The next stage was our birth. On Father-Son Night, there were many symbols of this. We slid out of the womb naked and pure, represented by the naked beer slides. We were also spanked by our fathers, represented by the paddling, and baptized by our fathers when the beer was poured in our faces. The jubilant father then smoked cigars with his fellow brothers, celebrating our birth. We were removed from the darkness with the removal of our hoods and were introduced to our lineage. I mean, I, like, this is like something that somebody signed up to do. And like, why? There weren't even any fraternities. You'd live in the same dorm as everybody else. You don't get any of the benefits of it. And why is that all naked? I don't understand any of it. The, these the men are naked th- beer slides. These it, men that's are symbolic. Talking, what? But what? Why are they? Who, who wrote this? Some, these are these guys who went to Colby College. Wrote this. These Lambda Chi Alphas. Talking about their fathers, spanking them. What? Yeah, I think it, that means like the older guys in the fraternity were spanking them. Like, so they, you go out to some Grange Hall, you're like 17, 18 years old, and all these guys are like, take your pants off. So you take your pants off, and they're like, to get on the slip and slide, we're going to pour beer all over you. But it's symbolic, a naked beer slide. And then we're going to spank you, and then we're going to th- throw beer in your face. And, so. then, and then, as a good friend of mine pointed out, and then you're going to be friends with them, best friends with them for the next three years? I mean, 
first of all, anybody who knows me from Colby College, send me an email, shoot me a text, something. I want to know who these guys were. Who are these Lambda Lambda guys? Um, and also, I mean, you I can only assume that you were somewhere in, 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 a, in a building nearby smoking pot out of a Coca-Cola can. Um, no, never. Not me. Um, I, I, it never would have occurred to me to join a fraternity or a sorority. I went to a party one time and I had somebody else's sorority sweatshirt on that it was a Caddyshack party that friends of mine were having and I was dressed like all preppy and this girl grabs me and throws me into a room. She, I think she was on the soccer team and she was like, where did you get that sweatshirt? You're not a sister. And I was like, whoa. I was like, I had no idea there were even even any sororities at Colby College. I had no idea. Uh, she was pissed. And then when she realized that I like didn't know what was happening, she, I think she was a little embarrassed and they were like, let her go. I don't know what they would have done to me. Probably throw beer in my face and spank me, I guess. I guess you'll never find out. No, I guess not. Sounds, um, it sounds like a lot of hijinks at, at uh, Colby College. I th- a lot of white people getting into a lot of white people uh, problems. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was going to say like, hey, if you have crazy hazing stories of your fraternity and sorority days, let us know. But you can't because if you went through that, you're sworn to secrecy. You're never going to tell anyone. So I guess we won't hear about it. One fun thing to do, though, you can Google uh, Michael Shannon reads a letter to a sorority. That's, that's a fun thing to do. Never joined any fraternities. I was never asked to join any fraternities. I'm not fraternity material. Not to say that I don't have a very spankable behind. I mean, would you have wanted to? If you, if that, did they have that where you went to school at Albany? They must have had frats. Um, I'm sure they did. I wasn't involved in any, any, any of that stuff. Like I said, I didn't. You were, um, you were hanging out with the theater kids. No, not that either. I wasn't hanging out with theater kids. I had uh, I had a couple of friends in college, not very many. You were in a band. I was in a band. Um, I was in college in the early '80s, as you know, Heather. Mm-hmm. And I had um, I had earrings, and I had uh, uh, funky haircut, and I had um, punk rock inspired new wave clothes. Nobody asked you to pledge a sorority. And in upstate New York in 1980, 19-1981-1982-1983, that was not, you know, that was not completely sociable, sociably, socially acceptable, that kind of look. Um, and uh, so the men who would be smacking each other and um, throwing beer on each other and spanking each other's nude behinds in those fraternities would have, um, you know, would have uh, deemed me um, not worthy of their, of their um, hazing. I mean, not worthy of getting spanked? Yes. Naked? No. In a Grange Hall? I no. mean, boys, this is just embarrassing. It's so lame. Naked beer slides. You didn't notice that uh, I dyed my hair today. That's sad. Oh, no, I didn't. No. I went to the trouble of doing the whole process. Um, you know, I shaved my face and groomed myself. Well, when was this? This was, I was out for a walk. Yeah, And when I got right, back, I haven't really seen you. It's sad. It's sad when, I'm, when I'm, 
when a boy goes to the trouble of dyeing his hair and grooming himself, trimming hairs off his body. Well, you know what, Frank? You always look good. No, that's not true. Yeah, you know how to, like, pick out an outfit. You pick know, out an outfit? What the hell yeah, are you talking about? You dress well. You smell nice. You're always, you know, you always look, you always look good. I'm getting to the point now where I'm just damn old. And add insult to injury, Mac Bezos has found another love. I know. I'm so sorry. He, what does he do for a living? He's a teacher? Mackenzie Scott is her name. Yeah. She was married to Bezos, and she got millions and billions and trillions of dollars. She married some damn school teacher. She could have married me. What does he look like? He's not. He's like, you know, he's your average, average Joe. He's no better looking than me. He might be a little younger than me. But I'll tell you what, I could have, could have offered you the world, Mackenzie Bezos, Mackenzie Scott. I could have given you, could have given you, uh, you know, I dye my hair. I, I don't, I don't go gray. I try to take care of myself. Maybe she in, doesn't. Maybe she wants a guy who's not afraid to do that. This guy, he doesn't have any hair at all. Yeah, he's, I guess that doesn't matter. He's completely shaved his head. She doesn't care. I guess that doesn't matter to her. His no. name is Dan. What's his name? His name is um, Jewett. Dan yeah. Jewett. And he's a science teacher. Smart ass. Well, I was in Swing Kids, so there. And The Cell, too. So, you know, I don't need, I don't need to be a science teacher. I'm sure I played, you know, smart people along the way. I don't have to be a science teacher. I can be one on a guest spot, you know? I was probably a science teacher who also, you know, killed somebody. I mean, how did they meet? Was it like a Tinder date? That's a good question. We had a funny conversation last night where um, we were saying that if you and I split up and you were, you were trying to figure out how to keep all your ladies managed, you would have to have one lady just to show you how to set Tinder up on your phone. That's right. That's why I'm never going to leave you because I, I, can't, I, can't, I can no longer handle that kind of pressure. So many ladies. You know? I mean, imagine having $50 billion. Bezos. You would just do whatever you want. Is a pretty chill dude because he says he's happy and excited for the new couple. Yeah, but that guy, I mean, that Quote, guy's like. Dan is such a great guy. I'm, I'm happy and excited for the both of them because I got so much goddamn money. I can have any lady in the world. And Bezos, it gets like, he's all jacked up. Right. He's like he probably is in the gym constantly with a trainer. And uh, I mean, she must like bald guys. Huh? She's got fifty three billion dollars. She's got fifty three billion dollars and she likes the baldies. I, I mean, I would. I would give her fifty three billion. You know what? What? Yeah, I would. I would have I would I would I would do anything she wanted. I she could pour beer in, on me and spank me. Anything she wanted. Oh, well. I guess it's... I guess I got to find a different billionaire, Heather. There's, With all due respect to you, I still yeah. love you and everything like that. I, don't get me wrong. And yesterday was Woman's Day, and I want to say once again to you, congratulations and, and uh, happy Woman's Day. Well, here's the thing. I'm waiting for the day when women have equality the world over, and so we don't have to have International Women's Day because women are just respected as people. Yeah, Wouldn't absolutely. Nice? Absolutely. <laughs> You want to hear some letter? 
Are you sure? You yeah, don't seem too yeah. excited about um, it. Hit me with the letter. All right. Are you upset because no. I said I'm upset about Mackenzie Scott? No, because... Bezos? No, not I at all. I still love you so much. I, I mean, I would like... Maybe Bezos... Maybe he would like me. I'm not a teacher. He's not interested in somebody like you, Heather. <sighs> Jeff, Jeff Bezos isn't going to be interested in you, Heather. Stop. Okay. Come on. Read me this letter. Hi, Frank and Heather. Hi. Really love your podcast and listen to it most days. All right. Most days. Have you guys ever been to counseling? Hmm. It sounds like you have. If so, what do you think are the pros and cons? Also, Frank, what advice do you have for aspiring actors? My son has the bug. Uh-oh. He's only eight, so there's still oh. time for him to get over it, hopefully. Be well and safe. So happy that you got your first dose of the vaccine, Frank. Best wishes, our cats. What? Oh, I thought it was from our cats. Like our... No, this is capital R, and I... Don't know if this is a man or a woman. Our cats. Okay, so the first question is K A T Z. Our maybe oh, they are Dr. making Doctor Cats. That was a funny show. Maybe they're making some kind of joke. Our cats. Yeah. I don't know. So they want to know if we've ever been to therapy together. No, I have been to therapy on my own. I had an excellent. They said, ca- therapist. "Hold on, Heather." Counseling. This person asked about counseling. That's sort of the same thing. No. Yeah, marriage counseling is like therapy, couples therapy. Right. Well, same. Same thing. Right. Well. Um, I begged you to go to counseling, to get counseling, and you won't do it. I think it would be really good for our marriage. And, and this person asks about the pros and cons. I think they're all pros. But you're adamantly against counseling. You no, don't want to share your... No, I love your... therapy. But you know what? I've had bad therapists. I had um, one who I just thought was not a nice person. Um, I had one who I would just talk to and like never, like I would just be like, okay, here I am again. I've got nothing to say. And I had one who changed my life. Her, she, she, I found her when I moved to Connecticut. She's now retired. She's probably not listening to this, but if she is, she, she would know exactly that I'm speaking about her because I went to therapy once. I I went to two therapists, one, one appointment each. Okay. And the, the first woman therapist she, 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 like, she was just freaked out by me. You remember this, right? Yeah. And she wanted to, she, she, she wanted to put me on like four different types of medication and just told, told me that I was like, you know, in serious trouble psychologically. Yeah. And then the second person I went to just kind of freaked me out because she just wanted to, like, I don't know, just a lot of breathing. Yeah. So it, you know, so in answer to the question, no, Frank and I have never done that. I would like to do that. You wanted to go to a sex therapist. I would actually really like to go to counseling with you. And I think that um, if you are like, if you were going to consider going going to therapy, um, I I think that it would be helpful for you and I also to go to therapy at the same time. I'm all for it, Heather. So I'm all for it. I I I think that would be kind of interesting and fun to take. We could take our relationship to a whole nother level. 
I know, but I don't want to. I you want to go? Like I said, you want to go to like some kind of tantric sex therapy, and I don't. I'm not interested in that kind of thing, Heather. I'm not. So, what was the other question? The other thing was, um, she. I, I guess her child is eight years old and has the acting oh, bug, and I hate it when listen. people say that the bug, yeah, the acting you, bug. You listen, it might go away, and if it doesn't, just encourage them. Unless the, are they are they talented? Like, there's so many questions that we don't know here. Like, your kid could be super gorgeous and talented and have an amazing singing voice. You could have a little Justin Bieber there, and if that's true, put that kid on YouTube now. I, I had it. I, I and otherwise, forget it. Like, just t- tell them to do something else. I, no, I, I think that's bad advice. That's I wouldn't bad put anybody advice, on YouTube. Like, you put, don't subject your kids to that kind of nonsense. But here's here's what I would say. I had I had somebody said, if you can think of anything else, unless you can't think of anything else you can do. Hold on. They said somebody said to me, if you can't think of anything else to do that you want to do, then be an actor, right? Well, okay, here's... And I would say... Okay. I would say, Heather, even even if you can't, think of something anyway, because it's the worst thing you could possibly do to yourself okay. going to show business. Are you crazy? Here's, here's, here's what I would say. And this is, somebody gave me this advice, and I was like, no way, I'm an actor. Somebody who had worked in the business for a very, very long time um, told me, learn how to work a camera. Learn, learn the other part of it. And I was like, why would I ever do that? I'm an actress. But let me tell you something. Every single actor, pretty much every single actor, wants to be a director. So if that's the direction your kid wants to go in, encourage them to take some filmmaking classes. I mean, eight years old is young. But, but Heather, encourage, what the hell are be, you talking but about? But here's the thing. You can make your own work. Look at how many people make their own work. How about this? How about telling your eight-year-old, to go into science, to go into to computer programming, to go into coding. Yeah, but what if they're what if they're no good at it? It doesn't like, matter. Like when you were eight years old, Frank, if someone had said you should go into science, I mean, there, there this might be a very different world we're living in. Let me tell you something right now. There would have been right a now. terrible accident somewhere up Let in me tell upstate you New York. What you're right about that. I should not have gone into science, but my mother gave me some very good advice: become an elevator repairman. That's what I should have done. I should have I should have listened to my mother. I should have gone to work at Otis Elevators. I should have gone I should have gone to trade school, learned how to fix elevators. No way, we'd all be Hold dead. Hold on. Learned how to fix elevators. Oh. Hear me out. Nobody would ever go above the like the 6th floor I should have done it. Too, nobody I, would no, get in an no, elevator. I should have done it. I'd be retired now. I'd have some kind of pension. You have a pension. I would I would be retired. I wouldn't still be out there trying to hustle up, you know, bullshit, trying to convince people of my worth. Give me a break. I would know exactly no. where I stood. You would clock in. You would clock in for your factory job yep. every day, in, yep. every day, in and out. Nobody's there to give you a cappuccino. There's nobody like, Frank, we got vegan breakfast burritos. You want one? I wouldn't have to dye my hair. You and, would do that and, anyway. and nobody even notices. You even do, your wife. You don't have to dye your hair. You don't. You don't have to do that. First thing I'm going to do in counseling is I'm going to ask the counselor why you never notice when I dye my hair anymore. Oh, my God. And then she's going to say, this is going to be, settle, sit back. This is going to be a long one. I bet Mackenzie Bezos would notice. Oh, my God. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Tom, send me in your stories of uh, horrible fraternity and sorority stuff. I would love to hear that. Bye.